Numbers rolling? Yep, numbers are rolling. All right, James 3. Now, if we have an unruly member amongst us, we have a duty to make it known to everybody. Do we not? So we have an unruly member. And I think by reading this, you'll figure out what our, what the, or who might be that unruly member. James 3, and starting in verse 1. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing, we, knowing that we shall receive a greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth, that we may that they may obey us, and we turn them about with the whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter the little, the, a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, and a word of iniquity, a world of iniquity. And so is a tongue among our, among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth <coughs> on fire the course of nature, and set on fire on and, and is set fire of hell. For every kind of beast and of birds, of serpents, of things of the sea, is tamed, and hath been tamed by mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Uh, therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. And out of the same mouth proceedeth blessings and cursing, my brother, these things ought not to be so. How many people thought I was going to name somebody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the tongue, and we all have one. <laughs> all right, so that's the title of my lesson is, Ought We to Control Our Tongue? <coughs> so let's take a look at something. Uh, we know it's good and right to recognize the need to control our tongue uh, because of God's word has showed us that uh, uh, every idle word will be judged. Turn with me over to Matthew, the 12th chapter. Matthew 12. And we're going to read verse 36. Matthew 12, 36. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. All right, so we know that the idle words will be judged according to what God's word has said. We can also see back over here in James, if you'll turn back over there to the first chapter, that a man's religion is in vain if he bridleth not his tongue. James 1 and verse 26. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. And let's take a look at one more. Transgression is often inward. Uh, Proverbs, the 10th chapter. Turn with me over to Proverbs. Proverbs 10. <coughs> And we are going to read verse, uh, verses 18 and 19. He that, he that hideth hatred with lying lips, 
and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. All right, so we can see the problem. We have the gift of speech, uh, but it also gives us an opportunity for sin. So what do we do? Well, God's given us his word, and we know beyond a shadow of a doubt he's the one that made us all. Uh, so he's going to show us the way that we can control it. So first off, purify the mind. Change the source of that foul tongue. Turn with me over to Matthew, 7, or Matthew 15. Matthew 15. <clears throat> and we're going to read uh, 17 through 20. Matthew 15, 17 through 20. It says, Do not yet ye understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth into the belly, and is cast out in the draw. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. So God shows us there that uh, how we can defile ourselves. It comes from not, uh, our filthy mouth comes from having a filthy mind. And he talks about the heart there. And again, we know that that's not the blood pump. It's the intellect of man. So let's turn over to Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17. Of course, we probably all know this verse, but let's put our eyes on it. 17 and verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And again, we know there that it's not talking about the blood pump. It's talking about the intellect of man, and that word know there means trust. Who can trust it? And uh, in Genesis 8 and verse 21, we can see that we have been evil, and God sees it from our youth. So... Turn over there and look at that in Genesis 8, verse 21. It says, And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground for uh, any more for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Okay? <laughs> so we see here that God understands but he has given us a way. So how do we do that? By transforming, by, or being transformed by the renewing of our minds. Turn with me to Romans, the 12th chapter. Romans 12. <coughs> Romans 12, we're going to read 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So God's given us an av avenue to create in us a, a pure mind and a, uh, a, uh, a clean mind. Turn with me over to Psalms. Psalms 1. He tells us there in Psalms about the, God, uh, the, the man of God. <clears throat> Psalms 1, and we'll read the, the first three verses. 
So blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seed of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And when we do that, he's going to show us here in verse 3 what we can be. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So God has given us an opportunity here and a, and a way to, to cleanse our minds and to put him first in the things that we do. Turn with me to that same book. Let's go to chapter 119, and we're going to read the first 11 verses. So Psalms 119, verses 1 through 11. Blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto thy commandments. I will, pra I will praise thee with er, uprightness of heart. When I shall have learned thy righteous judgments, I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With whole heart, with my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. The word I have hid in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Okay, uh, so there's just a couple of scriptures. Let's take a look at one more. Philippians 4 and verse 8. Philippians 4 and verse 8. And again, he's showing us how we're going to uh, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Verse 8 says, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, and whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, and whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So God has given us an avenue, an avenue to purify our mind, and that's the source of that is through his word. And we know that he, he's given us all things to where we will be whole. Uh, secondly, we need to pray to God, the one that who created the mind. Turn with me over to 50, uh, Psalms 51. Psalms 51. <clears throat> and we're going to read, uh, let's see, we'll read verse 10. Where he says here, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew an upright spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me in thy free spirit, or with thy free spirit. And one more, uh, uh, Psalms 141. Turn with me over there. Psalms 141. And we're going to read the first three verses. 
said, Lord, I cry unto thee, make haste unto me, and give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense, and the lifting up of my hands as an evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the door of my lips. All right, so when we, when we know that we're going to err and we, we need to repent of it, we need to confess our sins, we need to pray to God, and he'll, he'll be there to help us as we know he will. Uh, so again, uh, repent and pray to God when we err. Acts, uh, Acts 8 and verse 22. Acts 8, 22. Now we know the story here. This is the story of, of Simon trying to buy, where's, where am I at? Eight, Acts 8, verse 22. I know I had an Acts 8 in here this morning. There it is. Acts 8, 22. Now again, this is uh, talking about the uh, Simon there uh, wanting to buy this uh, miraculous, uh, this, uh, the healing of the uh, apostles. He wanted to purchase it with the, uh, uh, with money, and here's what they told him in verse 22: Repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness, and pray to God, if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. <clears throat> so we need to understand when we do err, we need to go to God in prayer and ask for forgiveness and ask for help, and He's always there in order to do so. Uh, one more, First uh, John 1, 1 John 1 and verse 7, and we'll read down through verse 9. Because here's a reassurance of what God will do for us. 1 John 1, verse 7. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive, our, forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when we do err, we know we have an avenue through prayer, and we know that God is ready and able to forgive us when we do err. All right, so we've not only seen we need to purify our mind, but we need to pray to God to create in us a new mind, and he's given us the access to do it. And then on our part, we have to create a proper habit. Replace that sinfulness with the righteous. Turn with me over to Ephesians. <coughs> Ephesians 4 Ephesians 4 and we're going to read uh, verse 29 <coughs> let not corrupt communications proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearer Okay, and one more, Colossians 4, Colossians 4, and verse 6. Let your speech be always uh, with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. All right, so everybody looks at us, they're looking for us to make a mistake, we all know that. Uh, especially when you start talking uh, to somebody about the Lord, uh, they're quick to bring up things that you've done in the past uh, that may not uh, may not coincide with what you're wanting to 
uh, relay to them through the message that you're trying to give them. Uh, so we need to be conscious of that constantly. The things we say and the things we do, the whole world is out there watching us. I guarantee you, they're watching us. <coughs> so it must, be, it must be done every time we err to form that good habit. Okay? Uh, and we see that when raising children. You don't, you don't uh, try to correct them one time and then let it go. You continue to correct them until it becomes a habit with them. Same with a soldier or an animal, whatever it is. But we must discipline ourselves, okay, uh, to create that proper habit. And after a while, it'll be second nature, okay. And we have a um, we have a verse here in Romans the eighth chapter. If you turn over with me there, Romans eight. I want you to look at what God has promised us. Romans eight. We're going to read thirty-five through thirty-nine. All right. When we're doing the best that we can, and we know that we're going to stumble and fall all the way till the day we take our last breath, but look at what God has promised us here. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, or any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a statement. We have nothing, we, we have nothing to fear. But do we have problems? Yeah. Each one of us, unfortunately, was born with a tongue <laughs> and the ability to speak. And we're all guilty of it. I know I am. I've praised God in one side of my mouth and cussed a brother out of the other. That ain't right. And it's something we all need to work on. And remember, if, I, if you think I'm pointing a finger at you, look how many's pointing back at me. <laughs> I'm right there with you. We all have that problem. But is it something we can overcome by the help of God? Absolutely. Will we have it perfected before we die? Uh, probably not. I know I won't. <laughs> but it still doesn't give me the excuse not to work at it. All right? So again, in conclusion, let's purify the mind. And we do that by being in God's word. Pray to God when that does happen that he creates in us a new mind. And always help when we want to create a good habit. God will be there and he'll make sure that that happens. That's my lesson this morning. Shall we stand and sing our closing hymn? Just a few more days to be.